You're Acacia. Oh, I apologize. What's good? What's good? What's good? Facebook, all social media outlets. It's your boy Trix, the sports junkie. This is Let's Talk About It. My apologies, Kill just put me on blast just now. I was combing out my beard. My apologies. This is Let's Talk About It, the only MBS show where we don't only talk sports. We got a whole lot of other things that we're going to talk about. And today is definitely one of those days. First and foremost, before we even get started, we have a wonderful panel for you guys today. Um, we got my man Justin, or my cousin Justin from Dallas. He's in the building. We got my man Duke in the building from Hub City Records. And of course, we got my man Keo. Y'all already know what the topic is. Mr. George Floyd, 46 years old, um, lost his life about a week ago. And I want to know you guys' thoughts. Before we get to that, I just want to say shout out to my man, Mr. C, for the shirt for tonight. Um, so with that being said, we're going to go right from the beginning. Duke, what's up, man? You have to unmute yourself. Can you unmute yourself? Can we unmute Duke? Okay. Okay, we got Duke unmuted. So Duke, man, another tragedy happens. Let us know, man, what's going on, man? Where you at right now, man? What's your thoughts? All right. So I'm going to start off by saying this is my first time coming out publicly speaking about something like this. I usually hold my tongue because, you know, these kind of topics, they can start some, you know, it's controversial. And people sharing their opinions and different opinions can cause, you know, tensions, arguments, and, you know, it, it sometimes make you look at people, people a little bit differently. So I felt like expressing myself through a text message, people can take things the wrong way because they don't hear my emotions behind it. So that's why I came on the show because when I say what I gotta say, cause I'm now ready to finally speak on something. I want y'all to hear the emotions behind it. So you can take it the way I'm trying to give it to you. So I'm gonna start off by saying this, all right? Everybody watched the video. We all watched the video. We all saw what happened. Okay. Now, before any reports or anything with anybody's opinion or story behind it came out, we all saw the video and we all formed our own opinion about it before we heard anybody else's. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I can... I don't even have to ask. I know that 95% of the people that watched that video thought that that was racist. They thought that it was police brutality. And they, they, they I know that they know there is no excuse, none. There's no excuse you can possibly come up with to explain how that was not murder. Or there's no excuse that you can come up with to explain how it wasn't racist. And I'm going to tell you why. Because this is not the first time this happened. Okay? This has been going on for years. It's finally becoming accessible to the public to see because people got camera phones now. So when you see stuff like this, you got to really think, how much of the ones that we not seeing that we never gonna know about? 
and we know it's happening. So everybody got to see what I've heard other people say in their opinions. This was like a modern day lynching that we watch right here. The whole world saw it. Nobody liked it. It didn't even matter about color. That was just a human life being taken at the hands of people that we call on when there's an emergency. We call on these people because we want to be saved. We call on these people to protect us. Okay? So watching the people that protect us commit a crime, take a life, you know, you call that disrespect of the badge. And that's not only disrespect of the badge, it's disrespect of the flag as well. Because this is not what America is supposed to be. This is not America. This is not what that flag is supposed to represent. And speaking of the flag, this brings me to my next point. We know what issue we had with the American flag not too long ago. It was when NFL players decided to take a stance against this exact thing that we just watched. This is not America. This is the exact thing that they took a stand for, okay? Now, we know the backlash that happened behind this. We all know. Everybody gave their opinions. A lot of people thought that that was, well, and I'm not gonna say a lot of people. It was kind of divided. Some people knew what the real protest was about and some people made it disrespect of the flag. So I want all these people out there who thought that that was disrespectful to the flag to keep this same energy about the policeman that just disrespected the badge and the flag. Keep that same energy. That was disrespectful to the badge and the flag because that's, that's, that's no way. That's not, that's, not, that's not excusable. That's not acceptable. And we won't accept it. And when people are out there protesting and expressing their anger and their passion behind what's going on, you can't be mad at people releasing what they feel, you know, we could disagree with some of the actions they're taking out of there with these riots and the looting and all this other stuff going on. But at the end of the day, if you can't, if it, okay, we got to call on them for help, but if they're not helping us, what are we supposed to do next? You know, what are we supposed to do next? If these people can commit crimes and get off, then who do we call when they commit a crime? Who do we call when we, we call 911 when somebody commits a crime or we need we need to be safe from danger? So whenever 911 commits a crime, who do we call? We can't call 911 on 911. So this is the problem. We need 911 to be what 911 is supposed to be, number one. And if anybody that's misrepresenting 911 commits a crime, they need to be held accountable, just like anybody else that commits a crime in the streets. And this is one of the main reasons why 
anytime something like this happens and somebody comes back with the rebuttal, oh, what about black on black crime? Guess what? You're right. Black on black crime is a problem. But this is why we need to stop comparing black on black crime to this. Because number one, when black on black crime happens, the guys that committed the crime get arrested and they go to jail. So right now, this is not the time to, co to compare what's going on in the streets with regular people and what's happening with authority to regular people. These are two different, these are two different situations. And I feel like when people bring that up, when we have this kind of situation, it's like you try, you, you, it's like you telling me that, oh man, you, you're trying to water down the issue. You're trying to make the issue not seem as big as it is, or make it seem like we're ignoring other issues and only want to pay attention to this one. Nah, I can't let people do that. Because at the end of the day, when we commit crimes on ourselves, we go to jail and we are held accountable. We are. We want it like that for everybody, though. Everybody got to be held accountable the same way we are when we commit crimes. Now, I'm going to let y'all, I got more to say. I'm going to let everybody, I'm going to let somebody else get in right there so y'all can get it in. Because I could go all night and I'm going to jump in, you know, whenever y'all want to give me back the mic. Okay, go ahead, Justin. Um, I agree with a lot of what he's saying. Um, I think there's a lot of miscommunication that um, people who are not all the way, who, who don't all, all the way agree with what he's saying, that we're completely against it, like, I believe that he dishonored the badge and is dishonored the trust of the United States by doing by doing such a horrible thing of killing a human life. Every single person deserves the chance to live in this great United States. And whether you're white, black, Hispanic, Asian, gay, straight, whatever you are, you deserve that when you call 911, that the person who's gonna come help you is not gonna kill you. And I feel you on that. Like, I'm on the same page as you as well. I just don't like the fact that 99% of the time when you call 911, help, genuine help comes. Is that 1% that make all the great officers that risk their lives for everyone who, who risk the chance of not coming home to their families and do that voluntarily to protect people like me, you, Keo, everyone there. Like they voluntarily do that. And, and, and to automatically put a bad, give them a bad rap because of, of the of the few I just think is unjust. But I, I definitely agree that anybody who breaks the law should be held accountable. They make everyone 
look bad. And the fact that, that you know, they have the, a, a higher authority than a, a normal citizen gives them a bigger responsibility. And to me, not only should they be held accountable, they should be held at a higher accountability than me or, than me or you who just commit a murder. Because when you're given that authority and you abuse that authority, that is, that is worse than just committing a murder. That's committing a murder against society because you have abused the power that the citizens have given to you. And I think not only should that one cop be prosecuted for murder, but the guys who stood there and watched them do that and didn't say anything should be prosecuted also because it puts a bad rap on everybody who's out there actually trying to help people, who loves being the peacemakers. As an officer, your job is to be the peacemaker. Your job is to make sure that everybody goes home, including yourself, and everybody that you're called for goes home safely. That is your job. That is your duty. That, that is what you're, you're there for. And if you can't do that, then you should be held accountable at a higher rate than a normal person does. So I'm, I'm with you on that. I just don't like, and it's not everybody because there are a lot of people out there who have genuine love for, for law enforcement out there, but it's the, it's, the, it's the little bit of people that are on a lot of social media who are on CNN because they don't show the peacemakers on CNN. They don't show the peaceful protesters. They show the rioting. They show the burning of, of Nashville City Hall. They show Target being looted. They show the the people who are beating up the guy in Dallas for protecting his, his, his business. That's what they show in the media. And that's what gives people the taste that the protesters are bad. And the protesters are not bad. Peaceful protest is what is needed for change. But it just needs to be, the media portrays it in a bad sense, just like the media portrays law enforcement in the bad sense, because they don't show that 99.9% of the great things that happen when, when police officers show up on the scene. They're going to show that 1% when someone gets hurt, or someone abuses that power, or someone takes advantage of their authority and puts a bad rap on everybody else who's doing great things, saving lives out there. How many lives have been saved because of law enforcement? But no one ever wants to see that. It's all about those bad racist people who make bad decisions and put a rap on everybody who's doing great out there. And that's the only problem I have with it. But I am definitely for you. They not only should be held accountable, they should be held at a higher accountability. So I'm with you on that. That's my opinion. Thank you. Okay. So I've never looked forward to doing a show like this throughout. We've been doing it for the last six, seven plus years. Um, and true, you're, you're, you're more than a friend to me. I look at you as family. Um, we've been to war together. We've been to war against each other at times and um and i i feel your guys's pain man duke i've known you uh, 
probably as long as I've known uh, True, Justin, same thing with you. And um, as someone being Asian in, in America, this hurts, man. Um, um, and I've, I've <clears throat> all this week, I've been trying to figure out what, what, how to express it. This is the first time I'm I'm actually publicly expressing how I feel towards this. The police officer, man, that guy that got his the knee to the to uh uh to the to to the um George Floyd's neck. He was he are he was already handcuffed. He was already detained. Nearly about eight minutes. Um, our, two of those minutes, uh, George Floyd, he wasn't responding at all. And the thing that that really makes me sick and disgusts me, he still had his uh, he still had his knee on his neck and his hands were in his pocket. I'm like, if if and we all know he wasn't a threat at all. We all know he wasn't resisting arrest at all. And and it it really disgusts me the it was barbaric and everybody every human out there knows that that man that man the day he got arrested he, the day i mean the day he got fired he should have got arrested at the same time because if you have enough evidence if you have enough evidence to to fire him you you definitely have enough evidence to arrest them and charge them to the full extent because that's just that's just un- uncalled for and then you and you talked about um certain health conditions that he has that doesn't matter i i don't care you've seen the video the proof is on there and the the officers that was on the scene they they obviously got fired also and there should there should be some penalty towards them also and 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 I gotta speak on the on the Asian cop out there man he don't represent us man Asians people we we are not like that man and just to see an Asian cop do that 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 hurts me man that that puts me in a lot of pain to see that Asian cop do something like that and not do nothing all he was just standing there like it was a like 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 it was a normal procedure to do and you've seen you've seen you've seen him crying uh George Floyd you've seen him calling for his mom and these type of things it should not happen and and he had something to live for and he got his life taken away man and that's that's not right and that that's that's just wrong man and and um you know shout out to Steven Jackson who was actually close to George Floyd and he, you know he definitely spoke on it also and everything he said was definitely came from the heart and i i felt his pain man and and now, and I feel like, with especially when it comes to Colin Ka- Colin Kaepernick now, I I think people are thinking of Colin Kaepernick a different way now compared to what happened before. When Colin Kaepernick spoke on it, 
they didn't want to listen to him. They changed the narrative. They changed the narrative. Oh, he's disrespecting the flag. But now, oh, they they they're listening to Colin Kaepernick now. But I'm I'm just gonna leave it at that, and I'm just gonna end it off with R.I.P. George Floyd and condolences to his family. Well, first I want to say first and foremost, definitely R.I.P. to George Floyd. My condolences to his family, his friends, his loved ones. Did the, the everything you guys said. First of all, I want to say I appreciate you guys for coming on here. Um, Q and I, I always talk to Q about, man, if we're going to do let's talk about it and we can talk other things outside of sports. Let's touch on some things that's deeper that, you know, that we can at least help push, you know, the world in a better position, in a better place. Now, of course, with me saying that, I didn't want this to happen. I didn't want this to be the topic that we were going to come on here and talk about today. Um, but after watching that video and everything you guys said, I agree with it. Um, holding the cops to higher uh, accountability. Justin and I spoke. I spoke to Justin on the phone. I spoke to Duke on the phone prior to this. I spoke to Q on the phone prior to this. And that's the problem. Everything Duke said, that's what I want. I want to really touch on. When something happens and we keep seeing somebody that looks like us on camera, you can't dispute it, unarmed and lose their life. I got three little girls. My daughter, four years old, asked me, Daddy, why? Why that cop got his knee on that man's neck like that and that man's crying? Why he's not letting him up? And I look at her, she's four years old. What am I supposed to tell her? What am I supposed to tell her? That, 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 that should never happen, bro. We want these people to be held accountable. And thank you, Justin, for saying that, man. I appreciate that. Held accountable to a higher standard. We shouldn't have to go through that. I'm going to give y'all a quick story, and I'm going to let y'all jump back on it. I'm going to let y'all know that. 14 years old. Now, I'm a biracial guy. My mom's white. My dad's African-American. Let me tell y'all something, man. 14 years old. I'm walking, hanging out with my friends, playing basketball. A cop coming through the, the neighborhood fast. Picks me up, throws me in the car, slams me around, throws me around. Now, I'm 14. I'm a kid. Good thing the neighbor sees him doing that. Stop, stop, stop. That's a kid. So she calls my mom, mom comes out and says, let him go. Let him go. He's just a kid. He didn't do nothing. And had my neighbor not been there, my mom not come outside, what would have happened to me? I may not even be on this show doing this show with you guys right now. That's the reality of being a black man in America. I need y'all to feel me on this. A little bit, a little bit older I got, like maybe like 25, me and my friends coming back. I used to do music with some guys. Cops pull us over. No reason. Two o'clock in the morning, pull us over. Didn't break no law. Had us outside on the corner for no reason. Didn't even <laughs> tell me what happened. Like Duke said, just because y'all don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. To get into this George Floyd stuff for nine minutes, man, you have four cops, one on one on the dude's neck, three looking and allowing that to happen. Unacceptable, unnecessary, 
and he has to be held accountable for that. And I don't want to hear, oh, he was arrested. We demand a conviction. Yep. Not just arrested, a conviction of murder. It's sad. It hurts my heart. I know it hurts Duke's heart. It hurts, it should, you know what? Forget all black. It should hurt everybody's heart to have to witness that. Yeah. It's not yeah. right, man. And like I said, my condolences to his family. Um, we have to do better. What I do appreciate is these four, well, these three gentlemen coming on here because that's the way I think it has to happen. Martin Luther King, I want to point this out. I'm going to let you guys come in. Martin Luther King died in 1968 on April 4th. It's time for us to push that next agenda. We waiting around like something got to change. Let's change it now. Let's have these conversations. Yeah, they're not, they not the easiest to have. It's not easy to have these conversations. But the only way we're going to change is by having these conversations, being real with one another. Colin Kaepernick, no. He did it peacefully. And like Keo said, that people want to change the narrative for what it was. Oh, he's not a real American. He lost his job. And nobody can make me believe, not nobody on this panel, not nobody tuned on Facebook or any social media outlet, had Colin Kaepernick not knelt, he would still be in the league today. But you know why I give kudos to Colin Kaepernick? Because he's willing to stand up for what he believes in, regardless of what anybody else says. So anybody out there, regardless of what the world's saying, stand up for what's right. I'm going to stand with you, shoulder to shoulder. We're not going to let this happen. And when you see wrong, say something. Say something. For any cop out there, you see a cop doing wrong things, your partner, I don't care how long y'all been partners, he does something wrong, and I don't want to hear nothing about no snitching. He needs to be held accountable for that. That's the only way we're going to change this world. But I don't want to be on here just because I can go on for that. I got a whole notepad I want to talk about. Duke, man, is this, I know you want to say other things, man. Yeah, man, I'm going to piggyback. I'm going I'm to I'm go ahead and just, you know, pass me the baton off of what you just said, man. Now, um, you know, we have hashtags to, uh, you know, kind of follow when it comes to this movement. All right. Now, everybody's familiar with the hashtag Black Lives Matter. Right. So there's another hashtag that's also similar to that one called All Lives Matter. Now, there's always controversy between the All Lives Matter hashtag and the Black Lives Matter hashtag. That right there is a problem in itself. But let me just get deep into what I'm trying to say. Okay. Black Lives Matter hashtag came out first. The All Lives Matter hashtag came out to come back. The Black Lives Matter hashtag. So this is why the All Lives Matter hashtag is misrepresented. Because every time we say Black Lives Matter, it's 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 been combated with, but all lives matter, not just yours. And that's what I want to touch on. The Black Lives Matter hashtag is not us 
saying we the only ones that matter. The Black Lives Matter hashtag is saying we matter also. We are part of the All Lives Matter hashtag. That's all we want y'all to understand. We matter also. We're tired of feeling like we don't matter. Watching that video, those four cops looked at that guy like he didn't matter. So what? I don't care if y'all watching me do this. I don't care if y'all recording me. And I'm going to have my other cop right here next to me protecting me from y'all so he so y'all don't stop me. Okay? We had one protecting him from the people that were around that could have done something to save that man's life. And then you had the other two who wasn't in, in sight of the camera that was holding his feet, his, his, the rest of his body down as well. So it wasn't just the officer that was on his neck. They had two other officers holding down the rest of his body to make sure that he couldn't move at all. He had to sit, he had to lay there and take whatever they was giving him. And the other cop was there to stop, to make sure nobody stopped. And if y'all haven't seen the other angle, there has, there's a video out there of another angle of what happened. And you can see where the other two cops were laying on top of him as well. So even though the guy that had his knee on his neck is like only one we actually saw, the other two are just as guilty as him for murder because they helped, they assisted. They made sure he didn't move. They were probably affecting something with it. You know, I don't know if giving, applying pressure on someone, <laughs> someone's back actually uh, affects the breathing as well. So we don't know, we don't know if they affected the murder as well. So they all are murderers, all of them. They're all murderers. We don't know what intentions were behind it. So my thing is this, being that we don't know what the intentions were, we can only go off of what it looks like. And I guarantee you, you don't have to be black to look at that video and know that that was racist. You don't have to be black to know that. You don't have to, you don't have to go through it to know it either. You could look at that and see that that's what that was. And I'm offended when somebody tries to battle me and tell me that my two eyes didn't see that. You have to battle yourself and convince yourself that your two eyes didn't see that to even battle that, to even have a defense for that. You gotta battle yourself to have a defense for what you saw. That's why a lot of people are uncomfortable. I'm not going to say a lot of people. Some people. Some people are uncomfortable about talking about these kind of situations. I don't feel like if your heart is pure and that you're, you're, you're pushing for the right thing, you shouldn't be ashamed about what you have to say about it. That's my opinion. You should not be ashamed or scared to say what you have to say if it's really coming from the heart and you mean it and you really believe it. Don't be scared, don't be scared about offending people because I already know most of what I'm saying might be offending a lot of people, but you know what? 
everything I'm saying, I really believe. You can see it in my eyes. You can hear it in my voice. I don't, this is my first time ever doing this publicly. And I needed to do this. I needed to release this some kind of way because I'm not going to keep watching this over and over again and not go outside and think that this is not going to happen to me one day. I've had my close call. I'm not going to tell the story. I've had two close calls just like that, where I had to worry about if something was going to happen to me. And the thing about that was there was nobody around to record it. It was just me and them. If something would have happened to me like that and nobody was there to see it, they could have put out any story they wanted to justify what happened. And the only people that would know better are the people that know me. But you know what? It would have been the few of us, our word about what really, what could really happen and what kind of person I really am against the story they put out on the news. And that's one thing I don't like is whenever things like this happens, they go out and they try to dig up dirt on the victim's life to, to try to use it as some kind of justification of what happened to him. If you not, if you not, you know, if you know what was done was wrong and it shouldn't have happened, why do you need to go and look up what happened in his past life or look up to see that he had uh, uh, some 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 drug charges a long time ago or he was drunk and intoxicated before you arrested him? Why why do we have to bring those kind of things up if you know what you saw was wrong? None of that matters. It don't matter what his past life was. He got arrested for uh what? A counterfeit $20 bill? That's what I read. A counterfeit $20 bill. And you got arrested for that. And that was the last moments of your life, getting arrested for a counterfeit $20 bill. Now, I would like somebody to explain to me how that was so much of a crime that he had to die for that. We know that's not what he died for, but at the end of the day, that's why he got arrested. That's why he was in that situation. That's not enough. You got to give me more than that if you want to convince me that what happened wasn't a hate crime. Okay? If you've seen the videos of George Floyd before they got to the ground, did George Floyd look like he was resisting arrest? Did he look like he was a threat? The man was sitting down on the ground crying. He looked like he was crying that he got arrested. He looked like he probably thought something was going to happen to him. He didn't look like a man that's just arrested and waiting for, you know, whatever. He looked like he was scared to be in handcuffs. And when they took him away, it looked like he started crying even more. Look at his face before he gets put to the ground. There was no reason why they needed three officers to be on that man and hold him down. If he wanted to resist arrest, he could have just got up from when he was sitting down on the ground and left because nobody was even around him. They wasn't even touching him at that point in time. He sat there and waited. He was actually cooperating with the officers. So we're never going to see what actually happened for him to get on the ground. That's what we don't see. I don't know why. The cameras caught everything but that. But they want us to believe he resisted arrest, which is what happened. We never going to know. 
unless somebody can find a video of what happened for him to get on the ground, it looked like they hiding something to me. Now, what they can't hide is the murder. We know that. Now, these protests, I want to touch on this. I want to touch on this one specifically. Okay? These protests, you can go online right now and you can look up all the videos of protests all over the country. And what you're going to notice is that they got a, a lot of people out there that do not look like us that's protesting. Now, that's a good thing. That's a real good thing that it's not just us out there. But guess what? Guess what? A lot of those people are the ones that's causing the chaos and the riots. And they're getting called out for it. Because when you look at the riots and you look at everything that's going on on TV, we all know this is a riot for what happened to a black man. We all are going to already assume that those are black people out there fighting and protesting. So everything that happens out there is going to be pinned on us. Even though we are out there doing it, there are other people out there doing it too. There's three kind of protesters that are out there. They're the ones that's out there for the real protest and really trying to make sure that other people that's in high authority receive the message. There's the people that's out there that's trying to take advantage of the large crowd and the situation to go benefit by looting and stealing out of the store. And then there's the other people that's over there to cause chaos purposely to mess everything up, to, 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 to distract the actual message and make it look like we just out there being chaotic and, and not really trying to get justice for George Floyd. There's those people. And there's videos where you can see there's a lot of white people that's going in these stores stealing. They're all dressed up. There's white people that's going on the, on, on the buildings spraying Black Lives Matter. That's cool. But when people see that after the aftermath, who they think, who y'all think they're going to assume did that? They're not going to look at somebody spray painting graffiti on a building and see Black Lives Matter and think that a white person did that. But guess what? There are white people out there that's doing that. So we're having a problem with the vandalism, the break-ins, the looting. But there's all kinds of people that's doing it, taking advantage of the situation. Everything's being steered away and taken out of context. And this is part of the problem because we can't get our message across that way if people take advantage of the situation. We're trying to get a message across, but a lot of people out there trying to benefit or distract the message. And I feel like once everybody starts seeing what's really happening and stop making the excuses, stop trying to find a way to not face the music and just embrace it and attack the people that really needs to be attacked. You know, I don't agree with attacking small businesses and all this stuff like that. These people don't have anything to do with that. So everybody, if, if, if anybody received this message and you out there protesting, y'all got to stop attacking these small business people, okay? Now, 
big businesses, I'm not going to tell y'all that I'll condone attacking those. But guess what? Those people can rebuild anytime. Those people can lose a building. They can, they can rebuild it in two months. If y'all want to attack the big business people because they are the people that can move things, they have a higher platform and can reach the top better than us. They see, they receive our dollars every day in, that, in the stores. These people, or the people that's fighting out there are the people that puts the money in their bank account, okay? So if you hear us asking for help and you don't help, then guess what? They're going to make you feel it some kind of way. That everybody talks about, oh, that's the wrong way to protest. The wrong way to protest. Okay, we did it right for a long time. Did that work? It didn't work. Colin Kaepernick did it right. Guess what? He got criticized for it. So when we do it right, y'all still got a problem. People still got a problem. So when we run out of options, what y'all want us to do? What y'all want us to do? What's going to happen is people are going to do anything until something works. And that's the state that we're in right now. People just doing anything until something works. Because everything y'all telling us we should do, that ain't working. That ain't working. It's still happening. And now it's happening in a bold way. Like, we know we're going to get away with it. So y'all could record this. I don't care. Nah, man. That's when it got to stop. It got to stop when it started getting this. When y'all get that comfortable with doing it, nah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Now, I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic because I can go in all night. But I'm not gonna hog the mic. Anybody else want to tag in? I, I, I'm, I'm done. Go ahead, Justin. That. I saw you shaking your head, so go ahead. I want, I want to hear this. I mean, I agree with almost everything he said. You know, with when he says that you know it's okay to do something to big business because they can rebuild. That's not true. Like, what about all those employees that are no longer gonna have a job? You know, and a lot of those employees are black because they're doing this in their communities and they are, are, are tearing down their own communities. They're tearing down auto zones, targets, Apple stores. You know, what about all those employees who need that job? Who can't pay their rent without their job? Like this whole coronavirus put a lot of people out of jobs. The economy's finally starting to come back up and you're justifying putting people out of more jobs. That's not like, to me, that's, that's not helping oppression. That's causing more oppression. Well, I'm not justifying anything. Obviously, I, I, I did make that clear that I don't condone it. But I just wanted to touch on the fact that attacking the small businesses, there's no, no, nothing, no reason for that at all. Like, that's not even necessary. I'm not condoning anything. I'm saying... When you're, people, asking, you're asking what should be done if, if we've done it the peaceful way, yeah, what, what other exactly. way should we do it? Yeah. So, Jay, exactly. what do you think about that? People are doing anything because, because nothing else is working. So, Jay, what's your response to that? If you I mean if you don't have to, you don't have to respond if you don't feel like I don't I don't feel like any violence is gonna help like. This may sound controversial, but I, I say it with all love and respect because I don't see it this way, but I want people to understand that. 
that African Americans want white police officers to treat them with respect and that they are equal to everyone else and they are now less of a person they're not an animal they're not a criminal because they are black violence only strengthens their stereotype it only makes them feel like they're justified in their stereotype and it's completely wrong because that's a that's a terrible stereotype and it's not right and all you do is strengthen that stereotype because the people who are racist are looking at this and they're not saying maybe I should change what they're saying inside their self is I was right yeah look how they're acting and and that doesn't change anything in my eyes that makes the problem way worse. So you're saying it just adds fuel to the fire, basically. You're adding fuel to the fire. You're adding you're adding to the stereotype that, that yeah. African American is is not a civil human being, that they are a lesser person. And, they, and, and it's and it's terrible that people think that, but it, it's the honest truth. There are some out there, there are some piece of crap racist people that that will only strengthen their stereotype of an african-american if that's what they see on tv well 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 i'll say this and i know i'm gonna let kill after this too um killer mike came out and he had a um basically not his, it wasn't his press conference but it was a press conference he spoke at it and tearing down your own city man that's not what's up but how duke alluded to it i do i do understand what duke's saying you have the people that's out there doing it the right way peacefully letting let their voices be heard. But then you have the people that's trying to take advantage of the situation and, and and it makes it look like it's us doing it, but it's really them. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not with the looting. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I, I, I do not think hate or violence plus violence is going to equal the right way of, to, to deal with this situation. We have to, to me, we have to have these conversations and everybody has to come to the, the, the table and talk about it. Um, and like Duke was saying earlier, no justification, no justification. You don't have to come here. I, 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 I've heard it, the stats. Um, oh, this is the stats. I don't care about the stats. If one person dies, and the sad part is it hasn't been one person. If one person dies, that's too many. That's too many. So Thanks. don't give me stats. I don't want to hear stats. At the end of the day, there's no reason George Floyd didn't go home to his family. There's no reason that Ahmaud Aubrey didn't go to his go home to his family. There's no reason Trayvon Martin and, and, and um, Alton Sterling, and the list goes on and on and on. There's no reason for that, but we have to have these conversations. And when Colin Kaepernick took the knee, and I'm gonna say it again, when he took the knee, instead of trying to change the narrative, we should have sat down and heard that man. And everybody should have came to the table and had real conversations. Whether we agree or disagree, we can agree to disagree on certain things, and that's fine. But what we cannot, and what I would not stand for from my end, and I know many feel the same way, we're not going to act like we're not seeing what's happening on these cameras. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. It's yeah. not going to happen. 
It's not going to happen. But as far as the looting and stuff, I know Kiel wanted to talk about it. I don't agree with that. I don't think that's the answer. Kiel, what you think? Um, but before I get to that, um, I wanted to um, talk about the um, with it. It took all of this for people to actually take notice of this, man. Um, we could go back, man. We could go back from um, from fight the power, f the police. Um, what else was there? Rodney King. And then you got deaths, these innocent black um, bystanders piling up with um, Ahmaud Arbery, Trayvon Martin. You got a um, a Ronald Madison, um, Andrea James, Sean Bell, Eric Gardner, Michael Brown Jr., Sterling. I mean, it's. How how long? What? I mean, enough is enough, man. Like, it it something has to happen. It, this has to stop, man. And it took this in Minnesota for people to realize and take notice of that. And and I, there was some good things that I did see in the protest because we saw all different types of people there, not just Blacks. Um, you saw white people, we saw Latino, we saw Asians, we, sh- we saw um, um, Middle Easterns. So th- that, that was a actually good thing. And that's actually the first time out of all those deaths that, that they, the entire country actually came to and started rallying with all these protests like this. But did it have to take so many that much for the exactly. whole world to actually realize that? Exactly. And that and that just hurts me and, and, and it definitely burns me up. Um and true and Duke, I you guys talked about r- racial profiling and I'm gonna and I'll, and I've told you guys this before. I don't know I don't know how it feels to be black. I don't know what you guys go through, but every day, as long as, as I've known you guys, I, I learn every day, man, because you guys tell me stories all the time, what, what you guys go through. I don't know I don't know how it is to deal with racism. racism. And that has never been exposed to me. Um, and for some reason, I don't know, maybe because I'm in California, but we just, ne- I just, for me, I just never been to expose to racism like that. I mean, I've I've had heard stories about it, but I just never been exposed to it. And like I said, man, I'll never understand you guys. I'll never know how you guys feel. I'll never know what you guys ha- have been through um, when you guys were uh, kids and growing up today. And I and I and trust me, I I learn every day, man. I learn every day, and I try to and I try to put myself in your guys' position and how it, how it, how it feels like to go through what you guys go through because you know not not just you guys but celebrities um athletes they come from the you know the suburban I mean the urban parts of the streets that's where you guys are from and how you guys were raised and 
and you know, I it's it's just tough, man, and it's it's just hard to deal with right now. And um, and as far as the the protesting goes, um, there was some good protesting, but there was some bad protesting. Uh, the good protesting was I saw a couple protests where the cops was actually you know you know with the protesters man i saw a cop that dropped his baton and helmet and he said hey i'm here for you guys what you want us to do and the protester said hey we want you to march with us i saw um one in la um the police chief was with the protesters even in, in my own city san jose where the mayor was um was with the protesters uh that helping them clean up following uh the huge protest the other day so there's a lot of good protests out there the loot i mean the looting and innocent bystanders that's that's one thing i definitely don't appreciate smashing people's car windows come on are you kidding me like for what some people don't have nothing to do with this what happened if they smashed your car or your family's member car how would you feel and i and some people may hate me for this, but I support what J.R. Smith did. Well, the guy tried to smash his window. He came yeah. back and laid hands on them. I was like, yeah, way to go, J.R. Smith. But smashing people's cars, hitting up local businesses, you can't do that, man. That's, that's completely wrong. And all of this could have completely been avoided if one of those cops could have stood up and said, hey, man, enough's enough. We already got him. He's already detained. All of this could have been avoided. All this looting, protesting, and this anger and frustration that's everybody got everybody has built up could have been avoided if one of those cops, there were four cops, and one of them could have stepped in and done something about it. This could have all been avoided and we wouldn't be talking about this. Definitely. No, nope. the real issue is right there. Duke, is there anything else you want to touch on? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I got a lot more, man, but I don't wanna. I don't wanna keep that. We could do a part two if y'all want to, man. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and end it like this, man. You know, a lot of people out there they're having uh debates, and you know, not seeing eye to eye on certain things and this and that. I want everybody to understand, man. <laughs> this right here is not a race war. This right here is not even blacks against the cops. It's not none of that. This right here should be a war if we even want to call it a war. Okay? This right here is a war between the people and evil. Everything that happened, that's evil. We want the evil people, no matter what color you are, to be held accountable. We want the people that's out there being crooks, doing wrong and getting away with it to be held accountable. We want everything to be done equally. Everything gotta be equal. That's all we asking for. We not asking for special privileges. We not asking for us to be held to a higher pedestal than anybody else. We are not asking for any of that. We want everything to be handled and be treated equally and that's what this war should be about it shouldn't be about anything else 
I'm gonna close out on that statement. If y'all wanna do a part two, I got a lot more to say. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate that. Jay, you wanna give a last little statement before we get out of here? I mean, as far yeah. as this topic. Yeah, I, I want I want this. I want people to understand that my view is that this should be a war against anyone who puts on a badge should be held accountable for their actions and understand that they take an oath to protect and to serve. And that's what they're there for. They're the peacemakers and that anybody who abuses that, they need to be gone. We don't have no space. I have no tolerance for that kind of people in my society. And I know no one else does either. We, when we call for help, we want someone there who's genuinely there to help me as a human being, no matter who I am, no matter what I look like, no matter where I come from, everyone should be treated equally. And that's what the war should be about. It should be about everyone being treated equally and everyone's life meaning the same. Everybody's life is equal. And we all deserve to live and feel like we're safe when we call for help. But I'm appreciate good. I appreciate that, man. Kio, is there any last things you want to touch on before we wrap up this? Um, um, yeah, man, I just wanted to, um, as far, I just wanted to address the cops as far as the cops goes. Um, I just want to let everybody know, man, not all cops are the same. So don't, don't think like that because there's, there's some good, like Justin said, there's some good cops out there, man. I mean, um, Justin, you, you know, he, you know, you, you, we all know his background. So there's some good cops out there. So not all cops are the same because at the end of the day, we're still, when we're in trouble, we're going to dial 911 and we're going to expect them to protect and serve us. But like, like one of the cops said, man, that cop that, that, you know, that um, murdered uh, George Floyd, he don't represent the rest of these cops out there, man. So there's some good cops out there. So don't don't think like that. And um, at the end of the day, just remember, no matter how you feel right now, and I know there's a lot of anger and hostility built right now towards the, the cops everywhere. At the end of the day, you, you're still going to call 911 and you're still going to need them to help you. So just remember that. Definitely, definitely. Um... I have family members, um, friends of mine that are cops, and I want you to know I, 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 I'm with you, Kiel, 1,000%. There's a, real, a lot of really good cops out there, a lot. But like Justin said, the ones that are not, they need to be out of there. And piggyback off of Duke, once again, if this, this ain't really a war over, like he said, black and white, but this is what the war is about, holding people accountable holding people accountable if you hold if you wear that badge and you do something that is unjust and you take a life just like if 
I do something or Kiel does something or Duke does something or Justin does something in society that warrants us going to jail, that same standard has to be held for you. And I don't care that you wear a badge. So with that being said, I do want to thank you gentlemen guys for coming on here. I know it's a tough conversation. I know we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Duke, Justin, y'all more than welcome to come on the Nothing But Sports Show. We, we, we got a lot of it out today. Like you said, part two, I, I want to get more out. I still got topics that I have right here in front of me. But um, I know, you know, the show is only so long, but I do appreciate each and every one of y'all uh, for coming on here, man. My pleasure, man. It's my first time doing something like this, but I was more than happy to do that with y'all. So I'm, I'm gonna be back. I might, I'm, I think I'm gonna come on the show tomorrow. So, but if y'all want to do another, another panel like this, I'm more than happy. I'll make sure my schedule is free to come back on. Appreciate it, man. Justin, same thing for you, brother. If you want to come on tomorrow, anybody that's on Facebook live, I saw a few people come on, on our live feed. Um, Y'all more than welcome to come on because we have to start having the conversations. Yeah, it's uncomfortable maybe for some, but that's the way we're going to fix it. That's the way we're going to fix it, guys. But once again, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Um, if we'll either see you tomorrow or we'll talk to y'all later. Y'all can uh, click off if y'all want. <laughs> There you have it, Kill man. So, I, I mean, I I thought I thought it was good. Um, I thought it was real good. Oh, Duke still is Duke. You, you still rocking? Yeah, I, I, I still want to. I, I still I still want to get in. I thought it, I thought we was just all getting off, but I heard y'all still talking. <laughs> so I got oh no, we we gonna we gonna still we're gonna still finish up the show. We have other topics we're gonna go into because we don't want to you know not touch on all the other topics. But we're definitely not finished with this topic. We're definitely oh, still, into- oh, okay, okay, y'all still on, okay, y'all still on the air, my bad. Well, yeah. look, I'm going to let y'all do y'all thing, you know what I'm saying, but I'm going to holler at y'all, y'all know how to get at me. Definitely, brother, again, thank you, brother. But, um, Kiel, there you have it, man. Um, I appreciate you, man, for getting these gentlemen on. I know, you know, <laughs> it was rough at first to get everybody on here. And I just, everybody out there, man, that, you know, maybe you're you're not one to want to come on here and talk about this situation. First to tell you, this is how we're going to solve it, man. This is how we're going to solve it. Kill, you can hear me? Yeah. Okay, okay, because I know it changed up. But um, anything last you want to you say before we go to the next topic? Um, I... I- I, like like I said once again, man. I just um, I just want to remember George Floyd at the end of the day because I, I just feel like he's been forgotten, man. And people are making this about their own agendas, and I just want to remember him and the person he was, and memories from his family and his peers. So. Uh, I just that's one thing that I didn't like everything that was going on his death was getting overshadowed and people were was making their own agendas with that so I just want to remember George Floyd and once again rest in peace to George Floyd definitely definitely um I'm I'm gonna say the same thing you said just now man we're going this just like that 
Um, rest in peace to George Floyd. It's definitely tragic. My thoughts and prayers are with his family, um, his friends, his loved ones, and to everybody out there, man. When you see something going wrong, please, please continue to film it, stand up for it, stand up to it, because no one deserves to lose their life in that fashion. Once again, thank you to Duke. Thank you to Justin. I know it's not always easy to have these conversations, but um, well, let's talk about it, man. We're not gonna be, we're not gonna run from these conversations. These are the conversations we want, and we're definitely gonna talk about it week in and week out. Y'all know, I'm a, I, I, before we get to the next segment, I'm gonna tell y'all like this, man. I said this every day on Periscope. LOE, man, love over everything. That's how we gonna change it with love. And GTG, glory to God, man. Always glory to the God, man. But Keo, man, with that being said, we'll go ahead and go to the next topics. <laughs> wow. You good? Yeah, I just, I just needed that, uh, some, some space really quick. But I'm good. It's all good, man. It's all good, brother. Well, I don't know how we transition into the next topic because, because <laughs> man. This, this 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 is not this 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 is the realest com this is the realest conversation I've ever had on MBS show or MBS brand to me. This and I wish it would have never been tonight. I wish it would have been when Colin Kaepernick first took his knee. I want to say that too. It should have been the conversation then. We had a real conversation. I thought that was gonna change, but um hopefully we could change progress. That's the goal. Man, we just want to fulfill the promise that the United States set out set out for everybody. So home of the free for everybody. But with that being said, Keo, we'll go to the sneaker of the week. Are you good with that? Yeah, let's go. All right, Keo. So <laughs> um, on a lighter note, lighter note, guys, and people, everybody tuned in. This is the sneaker of the week. Um, I can't say I'm the most upbeat for it because of the scenario that's taking place um, this prior week. But um, this is a sneaker of the week. What's the first clue I gave you, Kill? You said you said it was a Jordan or a Nike. To be honest with you, I wasn't. I had no idea about the sneaker of the week. I, with everything going on with all the events transpiring, like I, it kind of, I, I, I kind of shot me down with the sneaker of the week. So I'm gonna give it my best though. Uh, whatever. Uh, hints you okay. gave me for the sneaker of the week okay so so i'm gonna help you out. i'm gonna give you some good hints tonight maybe you some give you some good hints tonight for the sneaker of the week this is a real fire shooting me i'm not gonna lie to you it's fire um my first clue well my second clue my first clue is it's a joint or it's a nike well it comes for that brand you know it's basically the same brand in a sense and um my second clue it's a p.e I told you what P stood for a while back. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's the Pippins. Okay, that, hold up, hold up. Before you make your guess, <laughs> I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you one last clue. You want your last clue? You just want to take your guess. I want, yeah, give me that last clue. Okay. So it's a PE. It's a Jordan or a Nike. That's your two clues. And a PE stands for player exclusive. I want to, I'm going to say it again to you. Player exclusive. Clue three is 
It's relevant to the MBS right now. What? It's relevant to them. So I'm going to show you the box. It's relevant to the MBS right now. So here's your box. It's relevant. A Jordan box. Black Jordan box. Relevant to the NBS right now? What the hell can that be? <laughs> what? Remember, take all your clues. So it's a Jordan Nike, Jordan Nike player exclusive. And it's relevant to MBS right now. What's right now something that we're doing? Think. Um, what do you mean, what are we doing? We're doing the show right now. <laughs> we're, so you got to guess. Hey, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to guess. Damn. I'm I'm going I'm going with the Pippins, the airs, the the big airs. All it black. has a short. No, I'm not gonna let you take that guess. <laughs> it has a short blown on the box. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. Okay, all right. So, I'll NBS. I'm gonna say, man. I'm gonna go with. Damn, Facebook, y'all help him out. Help him out. What y'all think it is? This a is... player exclusive. It's a Jordan Nike. Um, and it's relevant. Well, you ain't gonna know if it's relevant to MBS. So only Kia really knows this as relevant to MBS right now. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Russell Westbrooks. Okay, so <laughs> my man Kia is now. <laughs> At a whopping one in six. <laughs> oh, wow. So due to popular demand, the sneaker of the week is the Jordan 1 PE edition Luka Doncic. Oh, my oh. God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was, dude, I was going to, I literally was... When she started talking, I was like, oh, my God, man. So, I just, I, yep. Do the popular demand. Everybody's been asking me, when are you going to do the Lucas? When are you going to do the Lucas? So here's the box. The black box. Size 11. Here we go. Air Jordan 1 mid SE. Okay, so I know I can't see the rest. White eggplant aurora, aura, block aura, Alberba, John. That's what it says on there. So, retail price one twenty five. So here we go. We'll get into the shoe. So, regular Jordan paper, nothing too, too crazy. I got y'all. I see you, Wes. I see you, um, Justin. Here we go. The Luca Dodge. <laughs> so this is mindfulness. This is part of the pregame pack from Jordan and Nike. Um, De'Aaron Fox, Ben Simmons, Brittany Griner, and Luca Doncic is dropping in the pregame pack. This right here is the Luca Doncic shoe. 
I think this shoe is fire. I gotta bring out both shoes. This is the first time on MBS. Um, let's talk about a sneaker of the week that I actually bring out both shoes, and there's a reason why. This is called mindfulness, and look at these things. Choo! So you got the purple swoosh on the right foot, even though it's in my left hand, <laughs> and you got the green swoosh in the left foot. And on the sneakers, let me show y'all. Let me show y'all, let me get it right, let me get it right. I don't know if y'all can see it, but on there, it says breathe in center and center and breathe. If you follow Luka Doncic, he had a fire commercial for these, but these to me are super, super, super fire. Um, I said a few weeks ago when I did the Jordan 1 Black Toes uh, mid that that was the best mids, but I think I like these joints a little bit better, bro. These are nasty. You, you, you may think to yourself that this is all white, but if you can really catch it, this is white. And this is more like a gray ivory type color on the um, rest of the shoe. So Kia, what's your initial thoughts of the shoe? Um, I'm not a big fan of the shoe. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with you with that. But, okay. but, I, but, but, but I, as far as the shoe goes, as far as, you know, the viewership wise, do I recommend people to buy it? Yes, I recommend them people to buy it. So just judging it, not just for for me, but as far as in general, I give it a I give it a nine. I give it a nine. It's it, it's it's different compared to the rest of the the ones and um uh the, the different colors, the Nike check signs. Um, put this one up. I'm listening. The, the gray that the gray that you were talking about. Um, it, it's really nice, man. Really nice, stands out. Um, um, usually for me, when when I look to buy a shoe, obviously I look for the brand. But you look at something that pops out, something that's rare, something that it's hard to get that you know that everybody else is not gonna have. That I because I, I like to buy things that nobody else can have or nobody else can't get, and I think that's something that's really rare. I'm just not a big fan when it comes to a white shoe. Uh, I don't know, man, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I do recommend people to buy it, so I'll definitely give it a nine out of ten. Okay, so. I respect that. Oh, the release date was April 30th. I actually got these shoes pretty much right when they came out. Um, these were supposed to be the sneaker of the week, but I was like a few weeks ago and I was like, nah, let's wait for the joint documentary to end. We actually started the NBS top 15 and y'all will see what I mean later. That's just a sneak pre. That was a clue to you guys out there. <laughs> and that's why I gave them the clue. It's relevant to MBS right now, Kyo. <laughs> so that's a clue to everybody out there. But um, I, these are dope. They came out April 30. Like I said, I got them right when they came out. Retail price is 125. Once again, mindfulness. That's what it's basically called. Um, center and breathe. Breathe in center. Um, it's part of the pregame pack. De'Aaron Fox is supposed to be dropping some soon. Ben Simmons. 
Brittany Griner, just to name a few of the athletes that's going to be on there. Luka Doncic actually signed with Jordan in um, late 2019. So this is pretty dope that he got a shoe that came out already within still the NBA season. I'm super happy about these. They fit true to size. I think they super dope. I'm actually giving these on a scale to five, man, 4.8. Four, oh, love wow. These joints are crazy. These are, I love man. And, it, and look, I'm going to tell y'all, on cam, they're cool. In person, though, they're nasty. You got the wings. I don't know if y'all can catch the wings right there from the Jordan logo, from the Jordan brand. Like I said, the purple swoosh, the green swoosh, the tag. On the tag, it says, you know, it has the swoosh. It has the NBA ball. Let me see. I, got, I can't. Nike hoops. And then it says, since 1972, on the inside, it says, tune in and then bring your game. So bring your game. So fire shoe. I never even, to be honest with you, I never even tried these on. But I have a bunch of mids. Does it, does so it have I, his initials on there? Nah, nah. But I definitely recommend y'all go check out the um commercial on his um YouTube page. Fire little commercial. It's like what a about uh, what about it's in stock? Is it is it sold out now or? Oh yeah, these sold out instantly. These sold out instantly. So funny story about these joints. <laughs> so I was actually going buy me a sneaker. And I had them in, I had these joints in my Nike um, checkout bag. And I'm like, okay, well, I gotta make sure I get these joints. So I bought me some sneakers. And then when I came to check out, they sold out on that on that um, site. So I actually had to buy these for above price. I'm not gonna say how much I paid for them because that's nobody's business, but I did overpay <laughs> for these, but, um. I got them in right when they came out, basically. I'm super happy with this shoe. I think they fired. So, I said 4.8 out of five. So it was worth so it was so so it was worth it when you overpaid for it. Oh yeah, I told you 4.8 out of five for me. It's look, I judge sneakers harshly, man. If you not if you're not putting out no fire, I'm not gonna give you no fire right rating. These are fire though. These are super fire to me. I, I like the I like the Chicago's a bit more. Yeah, I can feel. Hey, I got them joints back there. I don't know. Let me see. Let me see if y'all can catch. Yeah, y'all can't see them. They way in the corner over there. But they're in the corner over there on display. I thought maybe the, the screen could catch it. But um, yeah, I'm in the bottoms. I'm seeing West talking about them. Green. I mean, yeah, green, purple. So on the green bottom, you have the purple swoosh. On the purple bottom, you have the green swoosh. And there you have it, Kill. Sneaker of the week this week. Shout out to everybody that asked me to pick the Lucas for the sneaker of the week. Next week, I got some more fire for you. I think Kill's going to guess it next week. I'm not going to lie to y'all. But we're, hey, stay tuned. Because right now, Kill's struggling when it comes to guessing these. Man, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for this, man. With everything, go, with everything going on, um... I, I I was kind of down, man, and and, and I, my mind wasn't there, but I, I needed I needed that I needed a laugh, man. So I'm glad you did the sneaker of the week. Yeah, man. Um, once again, man, 
Sneaker of the Week, Luka Doncic, the um, Jordan Air One Mids, um, PE Edition, pregame pack, fire to me. So be on the lookout for next week's shoe. I will say my apologies for not having the release dates of the upcoming shoes due to the topic that we had prior. I didn't really prep for this as much as I should have. I will say the Jordan Flints just came out, 13 Flints, um, another fire shoe. Um, so I know Keo might thought I was going to do that this week. So he <laughs> he was waiting for that one. He got three. <laughs> but it's all good, Keo. That's the sneaker of the week, mindfulness. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's let's go to our very last topic then before we wrap up the show. So okay. uh, uh, so URL, they've uh, they got they got some good things set up, man. They got uh, they got Gnome X that that's ready to go. Um, there's been a face off with um, with Sue Serp and Low Deluxe, but they got something big going on. Um, so they got a tournament, Ultimate Madness. Um, it's kind of like the U O the UFF when they did it on BET, but this one is uh, Ultimate Madness. I'm glad they're bringing it back. It brings out new talent. Uh, they need some new talent uh, so they can build up. So, who whoever goes to the finals will get will get a match in the finals in um at the gnome event so that's going to be interesting so what what are who are you let's do our winners and losers from ultimate madness so far all right so i watched basically i'm trying to see right now i watched every battle but um the don marino battle i didn't watch that one i did miss that battle I saw the rest of them. I actually, I'm not going to lie to you. Who won that battle? I didn't even check because of the stuff that we had going on. Marino. Don, Don Marino won. Okay, so right now, from the looks of things, we got Yana in the second round. He's going to go against Rubando. We got Jada Nightwing going up against um, Lou Castro in the second round of that bracket. And then on this side, we got Fonz versus Don Marino. And then we got um, Brooklyn Hands versus Ace Amin. This is going to be a nice, nice semifinal, bro. I mean, a nice next round, I should say, second round. Nice second round, bro. I really, I'm really looking forward to this. My winners right now, my, I'm going to say my winner was Ace Amin. And I'm going to tell you why. Not because we have the same kind of beard. Ace Amin promised promised on um, bad news he wasn't going to speak about something shows up with an envelope and puts it <laughs> like a vet like he's about to talk about this first of all bad news is one of the better battle rappers i know he's in this thing to me bad news is nice so he had a tough opponent but he comes in with this this envelope and places it down and says you know basically we weren't supposed to talk about this but you don't know what you're going to talk about and then he comes out fire in the first round, fire. And then he kind of let us put off the, pe the pedal on the second round. And you know, Bad News had a pretty good second round. And then finally, Ace Amin 
with that third rounder. I think got him the dub. I think of, for who he was going up against, how he executed his rounds. Um, a lot of people know that Asami Mean Kai gets choked up in some of his battles prior. To me, he actually stepped up to the plate, and um, I think he's my biggest winner right now. What you think? I'm gonna lose um, out. You gonna winner? Um, I like Jay. I got a lot of people. Ace Amin is like very known, especially uh, you know who he runs with. So a lot of people were gonna pay attention to Ace Amin, but I like Jay the Nightwing, man. I think that dude, that dude, you could see something special in him. Yeah. If I'm, if I, if you talk, if you talk about, if there's one battle rapper I see in that tournament that could become something special, become, uh, maybe a New Jersey twerk, an Av, or or something like that. I I I'm gonna say Jay the Nightwing, man. I think that dude is something special. And he could possibly win fans over, and he's definitely marketable. Yeah, I mean, his battle versus Don Marino, not in this tournament. My God. <laughs> My God. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree with that. My biggest loser, man. Um, I don't want to call nobody a loser because I feel like everybody, everybody showed up. Like, even the losers. Bad news. I thought I had a good performance. Um, big hand. I think Big Hand beat Brooklyn Hands. And I know people might not agree with that. I know Brooklyn Hands kind of got a little mad, whatever. He kind of pushed him in the first round. And the guy got a little hectic in there. But I thought Big Hands had won. Big Hand had won that one. Oh, my biggest loser. Let me, I, man, I'm going to say it, bro. I'm going to say it. We don't hold any punches back, right, Keo? Nope. Man. Yeah, I know, bro. I know he won you, but that do not fire to me, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's funny. <laughs> he's funny. Oh, he, he, you know, and I'm not hating because I, I hope, you know, I wish him nothing but success. But I just don't think he's that fire. I think he's entertaining. Oh, um, I, I just don't see him. Like when I look at all of the guys in the second round, He's probably one of the guys that I can say, man, bad news should have been in the second round. Um, Big Hand should have been in the second round. Kruger should have been in the second round. But we got Yaan in the second round. To me, that's a loss for the URL and the fans. I'm not a big Yaan guy. I don't know how you feel about Yaan, but I'm not big on him. Yeah, and I, I actually think, think Squeako beat him before he choked. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of him either. But um, if there's one guy that I got as a loser, I'm going with bad news. Oh, bad yeah. news <laughs> is definitely a loser. I think this guy has been cast up so much where – and he was talking a lot of noise, and he he lost. He couldn't beat, he couldn't beat Ace Amin. Um, and I don't give a damn about no voting <laughs> on the U on the URL page because uh, uh, B bad news did get a lot of um, bad news did get a lot of votes and it was close though fifty percent to forty nine. 
And I'm yeah, pretty but it, sure... didn't even, it didn't even go to the fan vote, that one. Yeah. The judges but, voted that one out. Yeah, but I just I just felt like bad news didn't show up. That wasn't the bad news I'm used to seeing. And bad news, he has a good resume, man. He's battled some quality opponents uh, from guys like um from guys like Tay Rock, from guys like Tay Rock and K Shine. And I just think that John John hasn't John John has yet to hit the spot with his bullpen battle rappers. Um, I think the best guy that he has put out has been um, I, I'm gonna say Chef Tres. Chef Tres has been on on the on the on the winning streak as of late. I mean, it hasn't worked with well, he did uh, lose to Sharon, but that's another <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a close battle, but I got I got Sharon, but he uh, he he it didn't work with Saya Boy, it didn't work with Bricks. Um I think Loso hasn't been pushed the way that he's supposed to in the URL. And then you got bad news that they're trying to gas up. So it has been worked for John John and uh, bad news des- definitely disappointed me. I expected more. I expected the convincing win and he didn't deliver, man. The bars wasn't hitting like that. Like I the like I the, I would normally see bad news battle. So he is my loser. Well, I got a question for you. Who do you think, despite the loss, was super fire? Um I'm gonna say. Wow. I'm going to say um I, he just battled he just he just battled Don Marino. Um um I think it's I think his he goes by captain. Easy to block Something, cap, yeah. Yeah, yeah, easy to block captain. I think I think he had a good showing also and uh it was mixed uh it was mixed reactions with uh that one. So, um and and with hands also, um, either one could could have won that battle. So, whoever lost is definitely a winner. So they were definitely five between hands and Brooklyn hands. I um, I'm saying real sick, man. He had a tough, tough opponent. Jada Nightwing is not a joke, and I thought real sick was fire, bro. I really did. I think he has a bright future in the URL. I will say this though, sidebar note, Nightwing got the best, the easiest bracket of the two sides. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. Jada Nightwing will be in the championship uh, match. I don't know who he'll be going up against, whether it's Don Marino, whether it's Brooklyn Hands, Asa Amin, or Fonz, I don't know. But Jada Nightwing will be in the finals. He's going to smoke Luke Castro to me. And then I. It don't even matter. Your honor or Rubando, no chance versus Jaden Nightwing to me. It's, it's 3-0 in that battle. Who does who does Jaden Nightwing remind you of? Nobody. That's the thing. Nobody. This dude, he has like this. There's gotta be at least one rapper you could think nah, of. Nah, no, like he's that, but that, but like you said, that's what makes him so cold. Because he's truly an individual. 
He's not like an imitator. He's him. And, and it's just fire how he comes at things. Um, yeah, bro, nobody comes to mind for me of who he's, who he's like. Maybe if you give me somebody, maybe I'll say, yeah, I can see it maybe a little bit. But I don't see nobody being like Jada Nightwing. He's just different to me. Yeah, he yeah he definitely is different. Like when everybody was on New Jersey twerk, like I couldn't even find a comparison for New Jersey twerk. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he's he's his own. He got his own style, and and I like that with Jada Nightwing. No doubt, no doubt. So let me ask you this: Who you got next week's rounds? We got Yana versus Rubanda. Who you got? I'm good. I'm. I think your honor squeaks out. Yeah, I think he's gonna get it because he's funny, bro. He's a funny cat, bro. <laughs> he's not that fire lyrically to me, um, but he's funny. And I think just Ruth Bander with all the name flips. I think people are gonna get tired of that if he comes with all those name flips. So, um, I don't think it's gonna work out for him. Okay, Jada Nightwing, who we just spoke about, and Luke Castro. Luke Castro, a lot of people like, but um, I just, what do you think? <laughs> oh, I'm going with Jada Nightwing, 3-0. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm with you. Luke Castro, man. Man, I don't know, bro. I think it was debatable if he won or not this past week uh, versus Kid Chaos. But um, yeah, I'm going Jada Nightwing. I think Jada Nightwing 3-0 until he gets to the championship uh, match. So I got Jada Nightwing beating Luke Castro. Okay, the other side. Fonz versus Don Marino. Who you going with? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, Don Marino. Okay, I think he's okay. something different. I think he's something different, and um. And he's he's a he's somewhat of a name that people are familiar with, and uh, you know he he hasn't gotten the opportunity, and I think um, him winning uh, against um, with his in the in the first round, I think it, it, he's definitely going to move on afterwards. So I, I got Marina. Okay, Matt. Look. You know, in, in, in sports, you always get an upset. Some people view battle rap. I know Kill views it as a sport. I'm going with the upset. I say Fonz beats him. Fonz wow. got bars. Yeah, Fonz got bars. I think his angle is going to be nice in this battle. I think people are going to feel it. I'm going to go with Fonz with the upset. Yeah, and last Fonz. but not... Go ahead. No, I was going to say Fonz. I, I didn't even talk about his battle uh, in the first round, but he destroyed Kruger. <laughs> you thought it was a destroy? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a good battle. I thought it was a good battle. I gave it to Fonz, but I thought it was a good battle. Oh, last one: Brooklyn Hands versus Ace Amin. We know wow. how, we know Brooklyn Hands. He don't like people touching him, and Ace Amin. I mean, sometimes he gets a little too physical. What you think? I'm gonna go with Ace Amin. I think he takes it. I think it's gonna be a close battle more than than people think. I think he gets a two one edge, Ace Amin. Yeah, I'm going with Ace Amin as well, bro. I just think that um, lyrically he's better. Um, he's a little bit more polished than Brooklyn Hands. I like Brooklyn Hands. 
But um, he lost the big hand to me. And big hand's not as good as Ace Amin, so I'm going with Ace Amin in that battle. Is that do you want to give you a winner of the entire thing or you want to just wait till we get there? Uh it's it's up to you. We could go, we could go. We're not gonna keep going to the right through the rounds, just who's gonna win the tournament to you? Uh I'm gonna say Jay the Nightwing. Okay. If it's not Jay the Nightwing, then it's gotta be Ace Amin. One of those guys, man. It can't mean, be anybody else. Me and you actually see it the same way. I think that's the championship match. Jenna Nightwing versus Samin. I know both guys are marketable for the US, the URL. They can definitely market both guys moving forward after winning this. I just, man, this is tough. Both of them have had their, 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 their slip-ups as far as choking. Oh, man. I'm going to go with Samin. I think wow. Ace Amin going to get it, bro. Yeah, yeah, he, he has something to prove, and I like him lyrically. I do. I'm going Ace Amin, but Jada Nightwing's just different. So if he wins, it ain't going to be no no shocker for me. Okay. Okay. So there y'all have it, All right. Baby. Yeah, Ultimate Madness. Make sure you check it out on the URL app. We'll probably have a um, – we'll have a segment – a battle rap on the show um on the youtube channel so uh, make sure you check that out download the app make sure you can check out some sterilized battles um <laughs> on the url part two we got a female battle uh with casey uh with um with kcj and um coffee brown so i think that is, that's an interesting battle also that i haven't yet to see but i'm definitely check it out so um make sure you check it out Definitely, definitely. Well, now that let's talk about it, probably the the most important let's talk about it we had up until this point. Most important. So let's go ahead and wrap it up, Keo, and let's get to our shout-outs. Yo, shout-out shout out to um, Duke, Justin, for coming on. Duke, it was his first time on. I've been trying to get him on for quite some time, not just on here, but the NBA show also. And Justin for, you know, Justin wasn't sure he wasn't going to be on, but he came on and he said his part. So I'm definitely proud of him for um, coming on and uh, using the platform to express how he feels towards it and where the position that he stands. And obviously true, man. Uh, you held it down once again, and um, we've been doing it for a while, and this was an intense show, and it was tough, man, and it was hard for me to express how I felt towards everything, but I'm glad I was able to let everything out. I, I Obviously, I'll speak more on it on tomorrow's show, so I'm definitely <laughs> looking forward to tomorrow's mbs show and then shout out to everybody that tuned in supports the show and um we'll see you guys tomorrow oh and one more note um the we got we'll be releasing the nba rankings from the nba nbs rankings from 10 to 6 right after the show so make sure you stay tuned and check it out man and a lot we'll see a lot of people is going to be upset. 
from <laughs> based off the voting. So check it out. Definitely. Um, let me first start off by saying um, the 10 through 6 is going to be wild, 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 wild. Immediately after the show, we posting it. Right after the show, we're going to go ahead and post it. You're going to hear it here first. Q, I want you to post it in all the group chats. Let them see what the 10 through 6 is. Um, it's been another amazing show. I want to thank Justin for coming on, a Caucasian male, my man Duke, African-American, me, biracial, my man Keo, Asian. First all, come on this panel, man, sit here, talk about it. That's the show. Let's talk about it. Everybody that commented, we appreciate each and every one of y'all. Anybody that commented, anybody that liked tonight's show, you feel, if you feel like you want to get your voice heard, we're down for that. We're not like, oh, well, this is nothing but sports and we only coming on here. As long as you coming on here to make this world better and push us in the right direction, you are more than welcome to come on here, whether it's Wes, Joe, um, God, I, I don't have all the names in front of me right now, Tony, whoever. See, you already know, you already know what it is, brother. You already know what it is. So if anybody wants to come on tomorrow, just let us know ahead of time. Because we want to have these conversations. We want to push this world in a better place. Um, progress is the goal. But, I mean, progress is the short-term goal. But the long-term long -term goal that needs to happen now is to fulfill that promise that you tell us every day that this is the land of the free and the home of the brave. And everybody, everybody is equal. So we're looking for equality. Once again, RIP to my man, George Floyd. Ahmad Aubrey and everybody else that we lost. Um, friends and family, we're praying for you. Um, we're here for you. We love you. And um, we're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna keep quiet no more. We're not keeping quiet. Well, for the most part, we haven't been, but we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna be even more vocal and we're gonna do better. Love y'all. This has been Let's Talk About It. I'm your boy Triggs of Sports Director. That's my man Keo. We out, y'all. Peace.